Why does our self remain the same throughout the changes of our life? In this podcast episode, Georg Knothoff examines the temporal dimension of the self. Neuroscientific and psychodynamic explorations show consistency with the subjectively experienced self. He describes longer and shorter time scales of neuronal activity as waves that are observed in brain images and confirm the structure of the ego superego and id described by Freud. How are psychodynamic phenomena, such as narcissism and trauma, newly understood through longer and shorter neuronal waves? Georg Nauthoff is a philosopher, neuroscientist and psychiatrist with degrees in all three disciplines. He works in Ottawa, Canada, holding a Canada Research Chair for Mind, Brain Imaging and Neuroethics. His research focuses on the relationship between brain and mind and how our brain constructs mental features like self, consciousness, and so on. He suggests that the brain constitutes its own inner time and space, which if properly aligned to and synchronized with the world's outer time and space, will yield mental features like self and consciousness. He also is one of the leading figures who have developed non-reductive neurophilosophy. He is the author of over 300 journal articles and 18 books which have been translated into several languages, including Neurophilosophy and the Healthy Mind, Norton Publisher, 2016, and Neurowaves, McGill University Press, 2023. A forthcoming book in 2023 titled Neuropsychoanalysis, an introduction, published by Routledge, provides a short overview for the broader public. Psychodynamic phenomena and mental disorders are well accounted for in spatio-temporal terms, carrying major clinical implications for both diagnostic and therapy. I am Monica Dalençon with Talks on Psychoanalysis, the IPA podcast devoted to topics published in the IPA Society Journals and Congress debates worldwide, featuring the original voices of the authors. This podcast series, published by the International Psychoanalytical Association, is part of the activities of the IPA Communication Committee and is produced by the IPA Podcast Editorial Team. Head of the podcast editorial team is Gaetano Pellegrini, editing and post-production Massimiliano Guerrieri. To stay informed about the latest podcast releases, Please sign up today. The temporal continuity of self and its neuroscience. How can we distinguish the ego versus the self? The ego, as you all know, it's a threefold structure as introduced by Freud. The self is considered as a subjective component of the ego. The sense of self, the experience of a self, is distinct from the objective world. Temporal continuity is a key feature of both the self and its context. We and ourself are temporally continuous over time, despite all changes in our body and the external environment. However, at the same time, 
The self is part of and participates as integrated within the historical continuities of its cultural context. This leads us to the dynamic of self, hence the title of our of a recent book of mine with Rosa Spagnol. How can we investigate this? How does psychoanalysis focuses more on the subjective intrapersonal and intrapsychic features? while neuroscience is more oriented on the objective features in psyche and brain that mediate the self. How can we capture both the subjective and objective mechanisms of self, its psychic and neuronal mechanism, without losing its subjective nature? We will see that time, featured by temporal continuity, plays a key role in connecting subjective and objective aspects of self. Let us have a first look at the neuroscience of self. How is the self related to the brain and its time? One key feature of our self, as already mentioned, is the operation and integration across different timescales. When I'm acting over longer timescales, like days, months, or even years, my self remains the same, even if my body and context changes. On the other hand, Myself is also present over shorter timescales, like milliseconds, seconds, or minutes, like when I move my arm or perceive a certain event. The self is thus a multi-scale temple phenomenon. It is present at every timescale from short to long. It knows no temple boundaries. How about the brain in its time? What holds in our experience of the self, the multi-scale temple character, its multi-scale temporal character also applies to the brain. The brain itself shows multiple timescales. Various studies show that the brain constructs its own inner time across different timescales. It shows neural activity changes in milliseconds, seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, and even decades. It shows changes across all timescales, short and long, amounting to a temple gradient. In that, the brain can be compared to the sea waves. The ocean shows different waves, short, fast, short, fast ones, and longer, slower ones. Imagine these sea waves like neural activity waves, neurowaves, as the title of, of a book of mine in 2023. Just like the seas, changing activities in waves, the brain's neural activity also occurs in waves, short, fast ones and longer, slower ones, a gradient of different timescales of the brain's neural waves, which, for expert, can be measured by various uh, measures uh, like the power law exponent from uh, engineering. One may now ask why all that is relevant. These are just neural waves. Why and how are they relevant for the self and its subjective nature? Various studies of ourself and other groups using brain imaging like fMRI or EEG could demonstrate that the brain's neural waves are directly related to our sense of self. The stronger and longer the brain's slow waves, while at the same time the weaker and shorter waves are still present, the stronger our sense of self. That is self-consciousness. Accordingly, there is an intimate relationship between the brain's inner time and its various timescales, 
on the one hand, and our sense of self, its subjective experience, self-consciousness, on the other. Hence, both self and brain operate across multiple timescales and are temporally continuous phenomena. Through the brain's timescales, our self provides a glue or connection between the instant moment and the whole life. And even more generally, it situates us within the ongoing time of our environment and world. Our self and its brain are essentially temporal, providing us with temporal continuity. That makes it possible for us and ourselves to participate in the ongoing changes in time of the world featured by its own and much longer temporal continuities extending far beyond of a lifespan of a self. You may now want to ask why such characterization of ourself by temporal continuity in, in the brain is relevant in psychodynamic terms. I will show you two examples, narcissism and trauma. As you all know, narcissism is about the own self. The focus on the self is abnormally exaggerated over the focus on the environment. Everything and all experience revolve around the own self at the expense of the other in the external environment. Now, how is that related to the brain's timescales? Brain imaging studies by Professor Andreas Calabrini, professor in Bergamo and a former student of mine, demonstrate that the balance of the brain's neural waves is abnormally tilted towards the slow and long waves at the expense of the fast and short waves in subjects with high degrees of narcissism. Imagine a seaside. You see, you only see big slow waves, but you don't see the faster waves anymore. That's basically the way the brain operates in narcissism. The narcissistic self thus dwells in its own long, wave, slow waves while remaining unable to react and shift to the faster and shorter waves, which are essential to connect to the outer environment and other selves, the non-self. They're basically in their own internal world and do not really perceive and connect to the external world. The usually somewhat balanced temporal relationship between the slow, long waves of the inner self and the fast, short waves of the outer environment are thus shifted towards the former in subjects with high degree of narcissism. Hence, the abnormal focus on the own inner self and narcissism with the concurrent neglect uh, of the outer environment and the non-self. We can just say that narcissism is ultimately about an abnormally too strong temporal continuity of the self with too many slow long waves which only revolve around the own self and therefore neglect the external environment. So you can see here that we really, and that the data, the phenomenology support an intrinsically temporal view of narcissism on both neuroscientific and psychodynamic levels. How about trauma? 
I already mentioned that the self exhibits an inner time featured by the balance of slow, long, and fast, short waves, which establishes its temporal continuity and ultimately a dynamic memory. Yeah? All these different timescales are connected and that creates a dynamic memory. Even more important, this inclusion of different timescales, short and long, makes it possible for the self to connect to its environmental context, the world. The world itself is featured by different timescales, which extend far beyond the ones of the humans, as the environment includes, for instance, much shorter timescales, like ultrasonic, uh, much shorter, like ultrasonic waves, and also much longer, like seismic earth waves timescales. There's thus a certain overlap and also discrepancy in the timescales of environment itself. Events of, of the outer environment occurring in the timescale range of the self may strongly impact and shape the concurrent timescales of the inner self. The interaction of environment and self is essentially temporal. Now, imagine events in the environment that mess up the timescales of our inner self. For instance, while being fed by an overly nervous and fast-acting mother, the baby will not be able to develop the kind of slow, long timescales that provide it with the temporal continuity of its inner self. And equally important, with the temporal continuity with the outer environment. Indeed, Neuroscientific investigations show that adult subjects who suffer from early childhood trauma show highly reduced temporal continuity in their brain's neuronal activity. Their neural activity is less temporal continuous, more faster, and highly irregular and disordered. They show higher degrees of entropy and an abnormal shift towards the fast short timescales whereas the long, slow timescales are underrepresented in subjects suffering from early childhood trauma. If your brain's neuronal activity is strongly characterized by fast, short waves, and there's no slower waves, you become nervous and agitated. The neural activity is very nervous, it's very irregular, fast and slow, and that means psychologically, you're also irregular, nervous, and agitated. Your psychic life thus shows and reflects the same time scales of our brain as both self and brain share their time scales as their common currency, as I like to say. Even more important, the time scales of your inner psychic life and brain may reflect those time scales related to the original event in the outer environment that proved so traumatic for yourself. As I said, when your mother is extremely nervous and agitated while breastfeeding you, you will encode and process those timescales of your mother while she is breastfeeding you. So, and that means that kind of scenario encoded and processed in these fast short timescales will be included in your own timescale repertoire. And that will reverberate throughout your life. So 
that can lead to a traumatic event. And later, of course, you forget that these timescales were associated with breastfeeding, but then you associate them with some other events. Time trauma can thus be understood as a disruption or better, dis or better dissociation of the temporal continuity of yourself in a twofold way. There is a disruption of temporal continuity within the self itself, and at the same time, the temporal continuity of the inner self and its outer environment is disrupted too. This is why we suffer in trauma from dissociation with symptoms in both inner self and its relationship to others. Both symptoms, the inner self symptoms and your abnormal relationship with the environment, have ultimately one and the same source, the loss of temporal continuity with the occurrence of increased temporal continuity within yourself and your environmental relation, resulting in dissociation. What are the implications of such a more temporal view on trauma and narcissism and also other uh, psychodynamic phenomena, which I develop in a book which will come out in 2023. I will point out one implication for psychotherapy. The role of, we all know that psychotherapy is about relationship. What is relationship? Temporal continuity. So the role, one key role of therapy is to restore and reestablish temporal continuity of yourself, of your client self, with the external environment. And by that, the self of the client <clears throat> will regain its internal temporal continuity. How is that possible? For instance, through transference. The therapist's own temporal continuity of the therapist self might exhibit a good temporal continuity with a good balance between longer and shorter timescales. And that in turn might be related and projected and transferred to the self of the client who may lack the longer timescales. Meaning the longer timescales of the therapist might provide a substitute for the missing longer timescales of the client. And then it is the client can project, can integrate its abnormally strong, faster, shorter timescales related to the trauma within the more temporal continuities, longer timescales transferred to her or him by the therapist. And that makes it possible to integrate the traumatic event within longer timescales and by that basically to attenuate uh, and mitigate the uh, psychological effects of the traumatic event. It's like when a fast wave in the sea is integrated with in a longer slow wave in the sea, the effects of the fast wave are mitigated and contained. Same in the case of the brain, same in the case of trauma. Such primary temporal view of self and trauma and various other uh, psychodynamic features is spelled out in my recent book 
on neuropsychoanalysis. Where does this leave us? Physicists have long conceived time as a key feature for understanding the world and universe. This goes back to the ancient Greeks, continued by Newton and Einstein up to our time. Despite their differences, all these physicists point out the essential nature of temporal continuity for the existence of the world and the universe. It is long overdue for neuroscience and psychoanalysis to follow the lead of physics. Temporal continuity is key for understanding brain and psyche and especially the self. The intrinsically subjective nature of ourselves consists in this multi-scale temporal nature spanning across different time scales and how they overlap within and differ from the time scales of the world. Various psychodynamic features like narcissism and trauma as various, various others like attachment, self, ego, etc. can and must be understood in such a temporal sense. Psychodynamic becomes temporal psychodynamic. Temporal psychodynamic can be linked to neurodynamic and thereby psychotherapy becomes temporal or dynamic psychotherapy, reverting back to this very original meaning. Thank you very much.